Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless, a D&D podcast set in the world of Fialor. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie playing Tibble, Mitch playing Neris, Joe playing Alton, Laura playing Janice, and Jake playing Fishman. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party uh, spent some time at sea and made their way traveling for the day and things went mostly smoothly. Um, There were conversations had, but it wasn't until uh, the senior officers had sat down to a dinner slash briefing that uh, the conditions outside started to change. Uh, and on upon investigating the changing conditions, the uh, senior officers found that uh, lightning elemental and two uh, air elementals were besieging this ship um, as potentially weird magical offshoots. Um, and we had started on combat and we were about a round in and the junior officers who weren't already uh working have come up to the deck um and we get back to the top of initiative uh which is the lightning bolt which is going to let's see um so judging by this position of it, um, yeah, can I get, how long, how long is this thing it does, um, 100, 100 feet, yeah, that covers, uh, can I get Alton, Janice, Hibble, and I will roll for, um, still learning, uh, junior officers' names, but, uh, it is... Care. So I'll roll for care, but um, yeah, so Tibble, Janice, Alton, please roll me a dexterity saving throw. Um, it's pronounced care, but yeah. Care? Care, yep. Yeah. Perfect. 19. 19, okay, that is a success. What, uh, which save was this? Dexterity. Alton got an 11. Oh, that is a failure. Tibble. Oh, that, that's fine, Alton, because Tibble rolled a one, which makes it a four. <laughs> We're in danger. Uh, and Kea, uh, rolled, what, Bloodhunters, uh, yeah, rolled like 13, something like that which is also a failure. So Janice is going to take half damage. Uh, so Janice, you're going to take uh, 11 points of lightning damage. Uh, Tibble, okay. Alton, and Hare are each going to take 23 points of lightning damage. Alton's unconscious. All right. Um, next is Tibble. Um, so, (laughs) Uh um, 
uh, Tibble, um, he... Do, does, do we get knocked prone by what just um, happened no. at all? Or? No. Um, just a lightning running its way through you. Yeah, so Chibble kind of um, tenses up in pain um, and then just kills over a little bit and he pants. Um, and then he calls out, uh, are all of the junior officers on deck? Yes. Yeah. Um, he calls out and um, he says, Sia, get Alton back on uh, get out and back with us. Um, and he... Is he still um, technically... Uh, I've forgotten the word. I don't know why. Uh, engaged? Flanking? Flanking. Thank you. Um, yes. Is he still flanking um, yes. the lightning guy? Wonderful. Awesome. So he is going to attack again with his Starseer Cutlass. And that, oh, that probably isn't going to do it with a 12. Uh, that is not going to do it, Which is fine um, because as he goes to take his second swing, he's going to use um, one of his superiority dice um, to call out to Alton. And he's like, um, Alton, lad, on your feet. Come on, you can do it. Um, and with his bonus action, um, he gives Alton um, temp HP of eight hit points. Now, um, I will allow you to take this back. Uh, temp HP. I, uh, uh. I will double check this, but I don't think temp HP can bring you up if you're already unconscious. Will Alton still have that temp HP if Alton is healed by another party, though? I'd say yes. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, like, look it up anyway, because if yeah. he's up, wonderful. Um, but if not, um, he'll get eight temp HP um, from that. Um, okay. and the second attack with the Starseer, once again, one-handed, so he, <laughs> he slashes the first one, he kind of misses it, um, as he, his thoughts are with Alton and the fact that Alton's been downed, um, but after he calls out his commands to Sia, he slashes back upwards, and that's a nat 20. Nice. Okay, so Max on the uh, dice would be 15 um would be plus, max because it was one-handed plus um, well plus standard roll doesn't even matter because that's that's going to be enough to make it, I'm roll it anyway oh yeah it's only another 10. <laughs> okay that's, that's still 25 damage um perfect okay um, so and whereabouts are the air element elemental situated? Uh, so one is up on the uh, front crow's nest. The other one is right at the door towards your quarters and the uh, and the war room. Yeah. Um, are any of them engaged with or close to allies? Uh, the one by the door is close. To 
close-ish, but not enough to be engaged with uh, Janus. Uh, and technically, mm-hmm. by with a door in the way, uh, Neris. Um, yeah. And then the one in the Crow's Nest too high up to really be engaged with anyone, because it's already not Fishman down. Yeah, perfect. Um, well, he'll go for the one that he can reach. He's not going to attack it, because he's no. used his attacks, but he's going to use his movement to get to that guy. Um, and right. if it's possible to flank, flank. If not, um, he'll just not be really. there. Yeah. Um, and so he's no, used his... no action surge? Oh, maybe. I forgot that's a thing that I can do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, action surge gives me a whole full action again, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. <gasps> yes, he's going to action surge. <laughs> oh, why have I not been playing fighters my entire life? <laughs> It's a perfect class for me. Uh, yeah, so he's going to action surge. Um, and as he is sprinting on all fours over, um, he's going to use his bonus action to second wind. Um, so let me get out a d10. Um, <laughs> the issue with my current setup is I can't have all my dice out at once. Um, so, oh, that's not a huge amount, but that's, um, he gains eight hit points, which uh-huh. is not nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and then he stands back up, um, next to this fella, um, and he's going to two-handed attack twice, uh, uh-huh. with the Starseer Cutlass. So I will, and he's not flanking or anything, is he? Uh, no. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So one of them is a sixteen to hit. Uh, sixteen hits. Yeah, perfect. The other one's definitely going to hit because that's a twenty-six. <laughs> yep. So both hit. Uh, um. So we've got six points of damage, and then um another thirteen. So. 19 points of damage to the air elemental. All right. Not too shabby. Uh, It is. I believe that's everything. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Roll to see if it gets whirlwind back. It does. Uh, So it is going to. hmm. Yeah, it's going to move into your space and try to get you into a whirlwind. Um, can you roll me a strength saving throw, please? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I can. You should um, have That's this. a 21. Yeah. 21. Yeah, He's that is a strong is little boy. He's so, so strong. Um, <laughs> so little and so compact. Yeah. Uh, so you still take some damage, but you aren't flung away or not prone. Um, so you will take uh, six points of bludgeoning damage as you are buffeted by this uh, living wind around you. Um, and, um, just for clarification, um, and feel free not to answer this, but, um, what about do our junior officers sit in initiative? Uh, Were they I, just after the captain still, or are they, um, individual initiatives? Uh, they will be at, they'll just simply be at the end of the initiative order. Cool, 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 cool. Perfect. Um, all right. The other air elemental, uh, knew the job it was on. I'm gonna roll for... Does it get it? This one doesn't get its whirlwind back. I'm just gonna come here into uh, 
Fishman's uh, base and is going to try two slam attacks. Um, that's that's a 27 for the first one. And that is a 16 for the second, which I believe just misses. Yep. Okay. So the first is... I'm just going to pick the damage on here. Um, so that is 16 points of bludgeoning damage you take as this air blams into you. Um, and it's your go. You want to retaliate. Uh, how shaky is it looking? Uh, not shaky yet. Mm. And is there anyone coming around to pick up Alton? Did Is Alton still, like, right next to Fishman? He is. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, like, spent all this time thinking about what the hell I do, and I've still got no idea. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go with... Um, okay. Would, with his wisdom, would he happen to know if air elementals rely on sight? Um, Romy, Romy and... Yeah, Romy and Arcana. Uh, probably wouldn't work anyways, but sure. Twelve! Um, you're not aware of, um, basic elementals such as this one appears to be having any sort of extrasensory sight. Um, you're not exactly an expert in the, uh, visual abilities of these creatures, though. So, yeah. No, not 100%. Fine, um, he's not one to let a teammate die, so he will, if he can, um, can he please do a medicine check on, um, on our good friend here. Okay. Um, alright. Now, do you have a medicine kit, or is this just to stabilise? Just to stabilise, but let me see if I've got anything. I have a mess kit. I take it there's quite a mess. No. I'm cleaning it up, technically. No, the mess mess <laughs> kit is your your cutlery and crockery. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Uh, yep. So cool. Just to stabilize medicine, that, medicine I guess. Check to stabilize. Yep. All right. Uh, um. So that is a. Oh, that's very nice. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna use my um, inspiration on that one. Um. So, because that was actually not nice. Um. So, can I please get a better roll? Much better. Uh, 25 with a natural 20. Okay, so Alton, you are stabilized. Excellente. And can he please use a bonus action um, to cast Shillelagh? Shillelagh? Shillelagh. I'm not entirely sure what the pronunciation is. Uh, Uh, But yes, you can. But yeah, he um, he will take out basically... A, um, a stick with a bulbous end on it. Um, and he's going to run his hand along the bottom of the ship to collect some water on his hands and run it along the length of the stick. Um, and then it starts to glow a little bit with like a magical aura. Um, and yeah, he'll basically stand in front of Alton, maybe to the side a little bit as well. No, actually, no, he'll stand in front of Alton and um, yeah, just get ready. All right. Um, next is Janus. 
Okay. Um, so Lightning Boy in front of us is gone. He's been yeeted by yeah. a wonderful captain. Um, and there's a bunch of air elementals and also Alton is unconscious. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, you cool. are, with the position of that air elemental, you are technically engaged with it. Or it is engaged um, with you. You have yet to turn to face it. Ah, it's annoying. And Tibble is in the middle of it. Oh, okay. Um, that's annoying. All right. Um, all right. Well, then, um, uh, Janice kind of like looks like, um, kind of like from Alton and like some like white energy kind of like sparks around his fingers but then he looks to the fact that Tibble's trapped in this air elemental and the fact that like Fishman has made a lot of effort to kind of like protect Alton and he's like hang in there make sure he doesn't get hit I'll get over there if I can captain and then um Jonas kind of like shifts his stance um and kind of like uh braces himself a bit and then just kind of um he will uh strike down on the air elemental i guess um i can't do anything with my bonus action i don't think i can so uh that's fine uh oh can i do that sorry just a moment uh okay cool um all right. Uh, so, all right. I'll do that afterwards. Okay. Cool. So first off, I'm going to attack the windy boy. Um, yeah. Cool. I'm assuming that will hit because it's a natural 17 plus yeah. eight. So yep. yeah, that hits. Um, cool. And um, hmm. Uh, Janice is going to um, yeah. So cool. So it's a d10. Uh, okay, so, um, 10 points of, um, slashing damage on the Windy Boy. Um, and, um, as a bonus faction, he, uh, looks over to one of the other elementals and, um, he calls out, May Shogner smile its many-mouthed vengeance upon you. And um, I, like, as a bonus action, a kind of, like, tentacle kind of rises up out of the water from, like, the side of the ship, with kind of, like, crackling with the same lightning energy that um, that Janus commands and is swirling around him. And that's uh, so it's summoning a tentacle of the deep um, okay. as my bonus action. And I can't remember if it attacks as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Summon... It's just summoned. Okay. Ten foot long tentacle at a point you can see within sixty feet of you. Yeah, yeah. So it's just summoned. Um, I don't get to attack yet. Oh well. All right. Oh no. When you create, when you create the tentacle. Okay. Yeah. I do a melee spell attack against one creature. This is technically too big, but I have this. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. So I'm going to do a melee spell attack on the the other creature, the elemental. Um. Cool. (sighs) Hang on. Sorry. Um, so that's just a guess, so it's a plus five. Cool. Um, so that would be a 15 to hit. Mm-hmm. Does that hit? Uh, 15 just hits. Okay, cool. Exactly. Um, so the tentacle deep is 1d8 cold damage. All right. Cool, that's an eight. So eight points of cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. All right. 
So now there's technically a giant tentacle kind of rearing out of there, attacking one of the Windy Boys, and Janice is facing the one that has Tibble. Okay. That's it in my moves. All right. Uh, next is Alton, who is stabilized. You're fine. Neris. Uh, yes, there's a lot happening um, mm. at the moment. Um, so there is an air words air elemental just outside the door that I'm at. Yeah, it's a bit further from the door since last time. Excellent, that's good. Um, Neris has been uh, like the true champion; he is cowering in fear. Um, and there's another air elemental up the other end of the ship. Is that correct? Uh, no, the other air elemental is basically above you. Ah, and that's all there is. There's just the two air elementals. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, um. This is problematic. I don't like them being here. Um, <clears throat> I yeah, do, so however, remember uh, a long time ago, there was, he's monologuing to himself. Um, there was a time where there was a door separating myself and an enemy. I did prevail there. So I may have to try that again. And he pulls out a uh, from his little satchel bag, he pulls out um, two items. The first one is his divining orb, which he mm. is not. He always carries with him, but he's never really taken it out before. It's a um, a perfectly cylindrical orb of crystal. Um, Eric, sort of like a, you mean? Uh, that one, yes. Um, <laughs> and it's got sort of like a smoky vibe to it. Um, and the second one that he pulls out and he holds it sort of at a little bit of a distance from himself like he's dangerous about how much this can what the potential of this particular second item is and it's a tiny little bell uh, that he's going to get down on all fours look out from underneath the little crack he's going to look at the air elemental's little toesies and he's just going to ring the bell once, and he's going to cast Toll the Dead on this creature. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's a wisdom saving. Uh, that is a wisdom saving throw, which I can tell you right now he rolls a three. Okay. Yep. As uh, Neris has gotten down on all fours, and he uh, he's like kind of creeping in a way just underneath this door. Um, and just to sort of like see if this creature does react to any external stimuli, he's just going to sort of just blow underneath the door and seeing like a little bit of a wisp from underneath. He's like, this will work fine. Ding, ding, ding. And he will ring the bell. Uh, this creature has taken any damage as of it yet. It has. It has. Perfect. Uh, that is... I don't get any bonuses to that, do I? Uh, no. 13 points of damage. 13. Alright. Um, okay. As a, yeah. as a bell rings out, a single gong, but not like a, not like a deep bell or anything, like just a literal, just <laughs> tiny little bell. You just hear it muted from underneath the door, and then you just, from a little portcullis, a little porthole, you just see Neris's head just stick up and look to see if it did anything. 
Okay. Um, anything with the bonus action? Uh, mildly panic. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, who have we got as far as NPCs? Uh, so Florit, uh, Nison's gonna stay in, in position. Um, Bones is gonna get down. Uh, that's basically gonna be there go. Um, so, uh, Floret and yeah, uh, probably Ooh. um, is probably going to uh duck behind the post and use a ranged weapon, considering they are hurt. Uh, while Floret is probably going to try to get into the fray a bit. Um, and he's going to get to do an attack quickly. Uh, that's not going to hit. Um, others are all going to... So, uh, the others are basically a druid, a cleric, and a bard. Um, they are going to... Can any of them... Who's, who's besides Alton, who is really hurting right now? Fishman? Um, Tibble's um, <coughs> under half. Yeah, okay. I won't say he's the... Uh, Fishman isn't the worst, I'd say. Okay. Um, I thought you meant so, literally who is beside Fishman... Uh, who is beside Alton. <laughs> That's why I was like, okay. me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just, just Tibble and Alton? Yep. Okay. So, Tibble, you're going to take a quick healing word, um, which will be four hit points regained. Alton, you're going to take two, uh, which will be six and three. Thank you. Um, and you got that um, eight temp. Yeah, eight as well? Don't forget. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Excellent. All right. And back to the top of initiative. And Tibble, now that you have deposed that lightning... You are atop of initiative. You are surrounded right. by elemental living wind. Um, is he able to get out of that? Does he need to do uh, a strength yeah. no, something just, to do? Or can he just step to, out of it? You can just step out of it. Yeah, wonderful. Is, and, um, sorry, is, is there like, was it Janice who had sort of stepped up to be near there? Yeah. Janice, yeah. Janice is near there, as is Florid. Cool. Can he flank with one of them? Uh, yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Um, so he's going to do that. Um, and he's going to attack with the Starseer. Uh, let's go one-handed for this first attack. Uh, that's a 10. I doubt that's going to hit. Uh, no, it will not. No. Okay. Um... Sorry, I'm just um, doing a very quick look over. Um, he is going to um, use another one of his superiority dice. Um, uh, it doesn't stack, does it? Um, 10 uh, HP. Uh, no. 
so yeah, okay. you, would, you, would then... you, you could replace it if it is higher, but you just, yeah, you just take the higher source. No, that is absolutely fine. I thought I had more maneuvers than I appear to. Oh, no, I do. Okay. Um, Cool. Um, he's also going to use a um, superiority die to do a distracting strike um, with his second attack. Um, cool. So that is whatever an 18 plus 8 is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and that was once again one-handed. So... We've got um, six plus seven is 13, um, plus his superiority dice for the damage, um, which is 14, 15, 16, 17. And the next attack on him is at advantage as long as it's before Tibble's next go. All right. Um, this this elemental's looking shaky. Um, cool. And that's the end of Tibble's go. Yeah, as it is back to its go. Um, that is cocked. It'll recharge. It does not recharge. Um, so it is just going to slam. It's going to go one slam on Tibble, one slam on Janus. Um, uh, out of the tray, so re-roll. Uh, the one on Tibble is a 19 to hit. The one on Janus is a 15 to hit. It's uh, as I say, so it hits. Okay. Yeah, hits Tibble as well. So Tibble... <laughs> You take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Janice, you take 14 as well. Um, different Oof. numbers on the dice, but same okay. total. All right. Um, and then the other elemental is going to go for two slams against a fishman. That's not going to do it. And that's not going to do it. So both of these slams miss. Oh, got to check. It didn't get its whirlwind back anyway. Fishman, it's your go. All right, so um, Alton is... I guess he can see that Alton's doing a little bit better now. It's good. So um, he will see if he can um, try and do some damage, fingers crossed. So yeah. first off, he's going to use Planar Warrior again, bonus action. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to go and club this guy a little bit. So, um, yeah, he'll try and do that. Okay, roll to hit. All right, so that is a 15 for the first one. That just hits. That that's very, exactly. that's excellent news. Um, so that is minimum damage. So that's six force damage, but an All additional right. D8, um, which is six. So a total of what would that be? 12? Uh, 12 damage. For your yep. first and attack. then second attack. Uh, 26 to hit, which I know hits. Yeah, certainly hits. Um, now I believe, um, I'll have to double check how Planar Warrior works, but I think that's now expended. So, um, it'll be 12 bludgeoning damage, but it's still magical due to yes. Shillelagh. It's just the once. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's 12 again. Uh, 12. 12 for the second one. So... 24 all, right. all up of magical damage. Yeah. Um, and that is all is shaky. Excellent. Um, yeah. Cool. And yeah, he'll just keep on standing in front of Alton until Alton's up. All right. Uh, Janice, you'll go. 
Okay. Um, so, just double checking, Alton's still unconscious, yeah? Uh, no, Alton is conscious. Oh, it's up now. Cool. Sorry, yes. my brain just blipped for a moment majorly. Yeah, a couple of, awesome. couple of crewmates uh, with some healing words. Awesome, awesome. Good job, everyone. Okay, let's pull in the clothes. The, the, we have them on, on the on their backs, sort of, figuratively speaking. I don't know if they have backs. Anyway, let's go. And um, he kind of, like, spins his glaive around and um, uh, uh, so what he does is um, he is going to oh, yeah. Um, cool. So, yes, he's going to attack. <laughs> yeah. yep. Sorry. Uh, cool. That is a natural 20. So I'll take nice. a photo of that. I was going to say, don't forget you get advantage, but. No, oh, yeah, mind. true. Let's say just in case. No, the other one was 11. <laughs> um, I was going to say, if it's a double nat 20, Darby, just kill it. Just let yeah, it die. Yeah, it just dies. All of them die. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so, I mean, it's only his glaive. Um, so it does a D10 plus 5, so 15 points damage plus. Uh, that's a five plus fifth plus ten points of damage. So twenty-five points of 25. damage with the nat is twenty. Including, yes, because you're raging. Is that including your extra rage bonus? No, I forgot about that. Um, um, so it's plus two. So yeah, yeah. So accounting for, I think there's been a couple of times you've forgotten to add. Probably yep. forgotten to add that. I'm gonna add that um, to my little boy. That'll yeah. <laughs> that'll be that like. The reason I asked specifically is because it's so close that, yeah, that's that's going to take it out. Excellent. Um, and so, yeah, again, even though, like, this lightning that just generates around Janus, like, just above his head just crackles down through this thing um, as it dissipates into nothingness. Um, yeah, you get a bit then- of leniency for a new campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then he kind of, like sort of like just power fists his hand up in the air and the um the tentacle sort of like uh will then slam down on the other um on the other elemental uh, that's nearby and um it's a d8 of cold damage uh so five points of cold damage all right just, it's just like go you know, slams into it and looks just like this cracking noise as ice tries to ice it over and then just shakes off the whirlwind that it is um it's like quick, we can close it in. Alright. Uh Alton. Your go. Yeah, so he um he comes back to consciousness and he kind of looks very like very startled and like the sensation and everything. He kind of whips around just checking his surroundings. He's like, alright, alright. Uh stands up with half his movement and um uh draws his pistols. Uh, so I'm going to aim at um, probably the uh, the air elemental. Which one's closer down? Uh, the the one that's pretty much there is only one air elemental left. Oh yep. Janice just All took right. out the other one. Oh, he took it out. Yes. Okay, very cool. Um, okay, so Alton's going to um, fire uh, three shots at the air elemental, and I'm going to put. Right. Um, He's going to fiddle with the settings of his pistol, so I'm going to put a charge of fire damage into the first shot. Nice. So that's a 22 to hit. Certainly hits. Excellent. Uh, That's 10 points of piercing damage and one point of fire damage. Every little bit helps. Yeah. 
All right. Second shot. That is a 23 to hit. 23 also suddenly hits. That's just standard uh, 10 points of piercing damage. Yep. And one last hit with his offhand. That's a 28 to hit. 28 certainly hits. <laughs> now don't, um, get, don't just, add the decks. Yeah, just the 1d10. Um, nice, that's eight points of damage. Eight. It is looking really shaky. Um, you could action surge to finish it off if you would like. <laughs> it's that close. Sure, well, it, it, it downed him, so, um, all right, action surge. Yeah. Another round, that's an 18 to hit. Yes, certainly hit. Fantastic, and that's 14 points of piercing damage. 14, yeah, and that final air elemental is dispersed. Um... We are out of initiative. Oh, nasty little things. Well, that sure was a little bit of excitement. And Tyrrell's kind of killed over a little bit. He looks a little bit battered, a little bit bruised. Dennis kind of like, um, but some kind of like uh, words in like a, a very strange language um, that probably none of you guys know how to speak. Um, and um, sounds very Cthulhuid. Um, and the ten- he kind of like the tentacle kind of like tries to sort of like write some stuff on the ship and then it kind of just slithers back down into the water. Um, and then he immediately kind of looks around and just like pulls out the whistle and just like makes, makes a couple of like sharp little <laughs> toot toots on his like whistle while this is happening um, to try and um, like, which are like signals for like some of the other crew mem- crewmates to like come into him and then they're going to go and like quickly assess how everything's going and also presumably steer the ship and all that kind of stuff uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or try and like, yeah, reinforce a lot of stuff. So he's doing all that in the background immediately okay. the second the combat's done. All right. Everyone, all right? Tibble calls out. <laughs> um, you get, you he's get, calling out to all of the crew, yeah, not just the get, junior officers, the get, senior officers. Uh, you get uh, positive like confirmations from uh, most of the junior officers. Uh, Care is uh, a little like a little dinged up, but uh, they'll be fine. Um, Care Alton Sia with me, please. Uh, yep. Oh. And Neris, if you could come out here too as well. Uh, so there is no response from behind the door. Um, and Neris's head has also disappeared from the door, from the little window. Uh. Gods, that's all right. We'll go to him. Um, and Tibble, like, he is queerly, queerly, <laughs> he's clearly quite injured. <laughs> he's also a little bit queer, but um, he's clearly quite injured. Um, but he sort of shifts himself forward um, and uh, he's 
walking on all fours. He is um, clearly a little bit dinged up in, um, like, his left arm and he's dragging his leg a little bit, but he's fine um, and he makes his way to the um, war room. Yeah. And he calls out, um, he's like, um, everyone do what you need to, um, senior officers, once you get done, uh, back to the war room. And he takes, um, care Sira and out and into the war room. Um, First haste, Captain, we'll be there. Yeah. Once he gets to the door, he does knock on it, like rap on it. Kara, Neris, is everything all right? So, um, there's no response from Neris. Um, I doubt there would be a response from Kara. I would assume there wouldn't be a response from Kara. Kara would see... um, Neris, as soon as Neris has noticed there's no other enemies in the immediate vicinity, um, Neris has backed fully away from the door, uh, leaving the bell at the door, um, and has just kind of sat down and just is opening and closing his fists a little bit. Um, and as soon as there is a knock at the door, um, Neris will kind of straighten up in a little bit of a a jolt, um, <laughs> lightning. Um, but he'll, um, quickly sign without speaking, um, to Kara, essentially apologies. And he'll return to the war room in just a minute. Um, and there is a slight puff and Neris finishes. Um, Kara, like she goes to start signing something, but then when, um, Neris disappears. She just sort of um, bows her head and nods a bit and she goes to the door to um, uh, open it for the table and um, Alfin and Karen see her. And um, as she opens it, she signs something quick. Um, Alton, with your knowledge of sign, um, you'd probably pick up maybe a few words. Um, so you'd pick up, um, worried, uh, okay. Um, needs time. Uh, will find. And, um, Tibble just nods at Kara and she gives him like a once over, um, and starts fretting at some of his wounds. Um, and you see him kind of wave her off, um, and sort of reach up on his tippy toes and, um, just stroke at her face a little bit and press his forehead to hers. Um, and then he signs something quickly, um, and you completely understand it because it's quite a simple phrase, but it's just, I'm fine, love. Um, something, something, worry. <laughs> mm. 
um, and Kara um, gives you, uh, Sia and Kerr a nod and goes um, past you all, <laughs> past everyone um, out onto the deck. Um, and Tibble would bring everyone into the war room. <laughs> um, everyone who was present into the war room. Was anyone else doing something before anything? What's Fishman doing? <laughs> Uh, he's using his mess kit to clean up the mess. Um, he plummeted from the crow's nest. He um, had a dying ally, which he haphazardly uh, tried to um, stabilise. <clears throat> and um, the rain has kind of washed it around everywhere. So he'll do a little bit of cleaning up and then um, patch himself up as best he can with some very, very, very vulgar first aid methods and then just yes. um, make his way back downstairs does he um look like he like does he visibly look like he's beaten up injured oh yes yes yes, yes. okay uh Tibble would have also called him to come through as well uh yeah cool well he would have done that and then he would have come down a little bit delayed yeah um so once Fishman um enters the room Tibble's like all right um, well, Sia, uh, no, you haven't taken an, uh, didn't take any hits, um, but our other healer has. I'm a wee bit injured, and I think everyone is, and, um, in this room, and this isn't my area of expertise, uh, Alton, I know you're injured at the moment. How... Would you like Sia to assess the wounds, or how are you feeling? Are Austin you okay? immediately looks like, he just immediately tenses up at this and, like, glares daggers at Sia and is like, no, of course not. I am fully capable of healing myself, but as a good medic, I will make sure that everyone else is fine first. Your injuries look quite bad, Captain. I lad, uh, got knocked around a bit, but it comes with the territory. It's, uh, it's nothing to um, turn your nose up against. It's uh, something that you've got to, uh, got to um, get sorted immediately. Yes, I'd, I'd be able to do so. I'd much appreciate your skilled hand in this. See uh, if you can look to uh, care in the meantime. That'd be appreciated. Of course. If you can, uh, if you can both work together on this, get everyone back up to scratch. I'm sure everyone will be okay in the morning. If that's fine. Of course. I know you both have different methods, but maybe combining them might help. Mm. Yes, I suppose uh, magical healing has its uses at times. <sighs> I do wish Nurse was here. I was going to ask him what he knew about storms like this. I haven't seen one in a long while. He's a bright light, that one. Does have that magical uh, knowledge, I suppose. 
can't say I've ever seen something like this. I've seen it once or twice, but I just want to make sure it's nothing more, you know? Mm. And kind of, um, he looks away a little bit. He seems a bit more serious than you would usually see him. Um, but he looks to the side and he sees, uh, um, the mutton stew up on the table and he sees that some of it's been like a little bit scattered just in the rocking and the excitement. He's like, ah, it was such a beautiful meal carp prepared to. Ah. No, this isn't going to ruin my night. I won't let it ruin anyone else's. Patch me up and I'll, Well, help. Hmm. I'll find Kara and ask her very nicely if she can fix something quickly. Like some bread and cheese. Uh, of course, we've always got um, any other simple things in the kitchen. I think it might be I think it might be the evening for a nice brandy. Right. Thank you, Alton. Are you You went down there for a minute, lad. Are you all right? Of course. I And he does say this a little bit quieter so that it's just sort of Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alton kind of like avoids eye contact nonetheless. Mm. Of course, yes, I'm fine. I can assure you I will not let that happen again. That was just got the better of me. I will do better next time. There's nothing wrong with being downed, lad. It happens. I've been downed many a times before. It's um it's the getting back up. And you did. <clears throat> and I appreciate your help now. But just sometimes getting up is a struggle. So let me know. <laughs> now tell me about it. But yes, if you rest assured, I will learn better from this. And he gives you 15 points of healing. Thank you, lad. I'm feeling much better. Maybe you can see the fish man. Good, of course. And... He will just nod and then turn to Fishman. And then being like, I cannot give Fishman any HP because I've already given him HP. Um, Fishman does, like, try to attempt to, um, what's the word, stealthily cough up blood. <laughs> I'm not sure how successful that was. Um, 12. Yeah, probably everyone noticed. He's trying not to act like he's hurt, but he's hurt. Oh, shit. Um, all right, all right. Let me see, let me see. Alvin's just immediately like, oh, I should have seen Fishman first. <laughs> Coughing up blood. Excellent. Um, <laughs> just medicine check him. Falling from the crow's nest, I would not recommend it. 
no, no, it doesn't sound very fun, no. Followed up with being belted by wind, bludgeoned in the chest, it's uh, <laughs> not a good combo. No, absolutely not. I wish I um, would just have a peaceful day, maybe. It make my job a bit easier. I'll be, uh, I'll be taking my meal to my room, and I think I'll be calling it a day. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, apologies, don't mean to interrupt, but we do still need that debrief. Well, no, pre-brief. We have a mission coming up, and I would still like to talk about it if everyone has the energy. Do we not need everyone here for that? I, and I did inform them to come, but I think we may just be waiting on Neris. Kara's gone to find him, but I don't know how much luck she'll have. She knows him a little better than me, but I... Their business is their business. Fair enough. Okay, I'm all sorted. Are we, are we all ready for the meeting? Charles says as he kind of bursts in and then kind of like looks around, like does like a mental head check and then just like kind of just nods and then just turns squarely to Tibble. Uh, Did I interrupt something? No, no. Uh, we're just um, healing up, getting a good look over by the good doctor. So, uh, oh, of course. So you were in dire need. Good doctor, good druid, good medic. Okay. I think we'll be right. Um, I mean, Fishman was coughing up some blood, but surely that just comes with the profession, right, Alton? I mean, unfortunately. Jonas looks at how Alton is patched up and is just like, and then just does the same thing that he did when he was present at the parlay, where he just puts his hands behind his back and is just like, well, I know my position, so this is fine. <laughs> sure, I'm sure this makes sense to someone. <laughs> and just kind of just NPCs it in the background, I guess. <laughs> if- <laughs> I guess once um, Algen's done, like, patching up Fishman, um... Collect the Janus like, how about you doing? You take any hits? Oh, I took a few, but I'll be fine. Are you sure? I mean, the way that you fight. Well, you know, <laughs> blood spilled is sort of a, it's something I can tough out a bit, a bit better than most, I suppose. No offense. And he winks at him. <laughs> offense taken. But you know, blood belongs in the body. Well, bad to get out of the body. That's true. You don't can't don't know what could happen if the blood spilled in the wrong place. No, I tend to keep most of my blood in my body. So uh, he kind of like just sort of flexes. He's got a lot of like little burn marks from like electricity and like um, he sort of as he's like gesturing, like his hand kind of like tremors a bit. He just sort of like puts his hand behind his back again as he does. Um, and like, but I'm fine. How are you holding up, Doc? He, he, he kind of like looks around like conspiracy, 
could that word before, uh, like puts a mock whisper and then leans in when he says doc and like looks over at the other medic <laughs> while he says that yep. i've definitely been better it's probably gonna be one of those uh probably not a day in bed tomorrow but it's not gonna be fun do you need a boost i've, I've only got so much shit left in me of course but you know could help if you're not feeling too well. You've got to tend to everyone else. Mm. They kind of like, like again, sort of reaches hand. It is again tremoring a little bit, but like it snaps a bit of like a little, that, that white car magic. Uh, he looks at like the hand like quite suspiciously. It's like, I guess if you have a despair. Oh, you know, we were settling down for dinner, so what's, what's the worst that could happen? I'm sure we won't need it now. We're, we're steering into clearer waters now, hopefully. And um, he reaches his hand out and just holds it out uh, to Alton. Alton, I guess, <laughs> holds his hand, touches his fingers against his hand. Excellent. And um, uh, Janice heals him for... Oh, wow, okay. Um... That's not bad, I guess. Uh, ten points of healing. So as he uses cure wounds and sort of the uh, like golden energy from his eyes kind of flickers for a moment and sort of this warm sort of like energy pulses through into Alton's hands. And he just sort of like blinks his eyes a bit and his eyes are a little bit less bright. And you're like, oh, there we go. Alton just kind of looks disgusted and is like, thanks. Well, it's uh, necessary sometimes. No problem. Uh Meeting, where are we having it? The meeting will be here. We're just waiting on uh, Kara and Neris. Kara uh, is going to find Neris. Oh, he okay. had to step out for a bit. And he goes back Fine. to his, then just like kind of presses his back against the walls and sort of like breathing a bit more heavily now um, as he waits. So, um, if you don't mind, perhaps I could. Assist in finding Neris as well? I was going to say um, it's probably because I, um, Kara, I, uh, to do with what Kara has been doing, have been messaging <laughs> with Mitch. Ah, um, uh, yeah, it I'll might be, it. yeah, it might be around now that um, Kara returns with Neris. Um, and she, her and Tibble will probably exchange a bit of a worried glance between each other, but um, don't really say anything. Um, well, there's reasons for one of that. Um, but uh, Tibble does um, sign a couple of things. Those of you who understand sign um, would know that he's asking her if she can duck down to the kitchens and, fix something quick up to make up for dinner, um, which she is like, of course, um, and goes down and she also takes um, Cerise and Cerise. Why did my brain go Cerise? Sorry. Um, Kira and Sia um, with her. Um, for reference regarding Neris as well, Neris has walked in um, as he was before in the the meeting before anything took place. Uh, he is expressionless, 
Uh, he is carrying, um, along with his satchel bag, um, he is carrying another probably three or four fairly thick tomes um, just sort of under his shoulder, um, which he does walk in um, holding and just kind of awkwardly shuffles his way over to a chair and plops himself down where he was before. All right. Well, um, now everyone's here and back. Um, that was good fighting. You all did very well. Um, and Alton, I appreciate that none of us died. Thank you. Let's <laughs> do my job. You do it well, lad. Um, apologies. I will uh, try and make this quick because I know everyone is pretty weary. Um, Neris, just quickly before I start, have you seen any uh, storms like this before? Or, well, even if you haven't seen them, do you know of them? I have not seen, uh, encountered one of these in person before, no. Uh, however, I am almost certain that someone else has, which is why I am planning on doing a lot of reading while we are all having our times talking about the meetings and the upcoming mission. I will be perusing these texts in front of me to see what I can find out. Hi. I appreciate it, lad. Good forward thinking. Okay. Well, as I said, I'll try and make this quick. Um, as you would all know, uh, we have set course already to go on our next job um, from the Hydra. Now, um, as far as I'm aware, uh, well, it should be a pretty straightforward mission. Um, we're there to find uh, the explorer Eldrin Forbrey. He was last seen on an expedition to Akarin, an island which is, as you would all know, in the Pactless Isles. So we have set course there. Um, at this stage, I don't know much. Uh, however, I can let you know that Eldrin, while not within the company of the Hydra, uh, is held quite dear to, well, one of the founders. So it is a, uh, of utmost importance that we can at least try and find him alive and get him back safely. Does anyone have any questions? No, of course not, Captain. A worthy mission. Hi. What are we expecting in ways of resistance? Uh, well, lad, I'm not too sure as far as resistance goes. Um, oh, actually, Darby, would Tibble know um, much about the Pactless Isles? Uh, not really. Um, like, Pactless Isles, there is a lot of variety in what you get from one island to the next. And 
there's not a lot of records kept um, because they're outside of the Alec Pact. Yeah. And um, I'm assuming that in his sailing career, Tibble most likely either hasn't really been to the Pactless Isles or has only been there like in passing in sailing yeah. through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if you've been there for like a mission, you've probably been com- somewhere completely different to Akron. I've um, been to other islands in the isles on missions before, but um, never to Akron. So it is uncharted territories. Uh, so I guess try and be prepared for anything, but more than anything, have trust in each other and each other's abilities. Those of you that, uh, well, those of you that might be so inclined to stay on the ship, um, please come see me. I'm sure we can try and arrange something. Uh, However, it is a mission that I would appreciate having all hands on deck with this one, as it is of importance to the Hydra. Any further thoughts or questions? I know everything I need to know. Pack the Isles too, pretty exciting. I've heard many a tale from there. Might have even been there before. I can't remember. But it should be exciting. You don't have any other leads on where the explorer might have gone? Just somewhere on Acheron. Acheron. Acheron? Acheron. Well, I mean, the lad's missing, so if we knew where he was, it wouldn't be much of a mission, would it? True. You're right. And then he just goes back to the same, like, hands behind his back kind of... At, at attention kind of position just smiling blindly <laughs> it'll um it'll be quite the mission we will need brains as well as bronze so as much as I would love to take the uh regular land brawling adventuring crew I may need some help from some of you smarter lads. Though I do understand if there are objections to this. As I said, I am more than happy to discuss this, just perhaps not tonight. So, unless there are further discussions to be had, you all retire for the evening. Take a long rest and wake for another morning of sailing. Um, As you are getting close to where your maps tell you that uh, this island should be. Um, Anything in particular quickly that folks do in the morning before reaching the island? Um, One thing with Neris. So he, not necessarily with anyone else, um, but he, as the meeting is adjourned, he's probably one of the first people out the door. Um, And he will return to his study, plop himself down with the the books, 
um, and sort of stop and think and then grab maybe one or two more books from the shelves um, and start reading it. Um, he's sort of going to be a little bit fidgety. Normally when he's um, studying, he's very incredibly focused on what he's doing. Um, however, tonight he seems to be very distracted. He's kind of fidgeting. He's um, kind of adjusting his seating, um, trying to yeah get himself comfortable and he's not really – none of the words are sinking in. Um, and he's just going to sort of go through his, uh, satchel bag and sit out his divining orb and just kind of stare at it. Um, and just kind of hold it in front of him, just kind of watching the swirling mists that are kind of in there. Um, and he looks down at one of the books that's open and, he sees the image of a, like a, a cliff's edge with a giant storm kind of rolling and a, a huge bolt of lightning uh, striking down. And at the top of the cliff's edge is a, a figure holding a staff, seemingly commanding this storm. Um, and Neris is going to sort of look down at that kind of cock his head and think that potentially if his books can't help him, maybe someone else will. And then he kind of shudders about that thought and ends up just kind of drifting off and will go out, walk the deck once or twice just to sort of cool himself down and then go to bed. I will just note um, when Neris is on the decks, um, whether he approaches her or not, um, Kara will be up on the decks and she isn't uh, seemingly doing anything of note. It just seems like she's keeping herself busy um, and this could be at any time of the night. <laughs> um so you might go out for a walk and she is um, reading under like a lip of like one of the walls of the boat um, up on deck or she might be sweeping the deck, um, but she just seems to be awake. The Neris will not make any interaction with um with her at all until maybe 10 minutes or so of just sort of pacing up and down the deck and as he's about to go to bed he's just going to look over at Kara and just moan thank you and then go to bed she just um nods at him and then just signs back of course anytime and just keeps reading or sweeping or whatever it is she's doing. All right. So as we reach the morning, is there anything people do as part of their morning's preparations? 
Uh, I think probably that morning, um, Janus typically has a lot of things that he does in the morning. Um, he goes over a certain amount of, like, he has to go over the different tasks of all the deck crew, has to go and check downstairs to make sure everything's going. So he has a lot of shit to do. Um, but um, so normally he starts that doing a couple of stretches, you know, do, getting some crunches in um but this morning he's probably in um uh checking with alton not in the uh, galley <laughs> in the um in uh wherever alton does his the, the, the medical office that thing yeah would about be in the, in the cook's galley <laughs> good question i don't know if we have a space for that his Where room is, room? is that weird <laughs> there is a medical there is a medical cabin oh, excellent good. which is probably okay. not owned by alton but he will be there yeah <laughs> he's just like i will note not um, <laughs> that is most likely uh sears yeah. office i guess well, <laughs> regardless they're probably having a chat this morning um yes <laughs> even if sears is standing looking uncomfortable in the corner like ugh. <laughs> Uh, either With, that or um, we're in somewhere on the deck where Janice has just ordered someone to leave because <laughs> he's both phones. It doesn't have to be in the office, um, but just somewhere in private. Yes. With the kind of um, character Sia is, because um, she is one of my backup characters. There you go, listeners. Um, she uh, is very airy-fairy. So um, you can have a conversation around her and be almost 100% certain that she is not listening because she's thinking about something else in a sort of spiritual druidic way. (laughs) I'm not sure if that makes sense or translates. Maybe one day Hmm. um, everyone will find out if Tibble dies. So anyway, yeah, I'm just just ignore Sia meditating in the corner. It's uh, you know, of course I will. <clears throat> yes, as the traumatic. Um, so tell me, uh, how's the how's the hands going? Doc, we have to stop meeting like this. As he's <laughs> probably like already like holding his hand up, Alton might be looking over it. It's not too bad. <laughs> just slight uh, as always, you know. It's That's been a long time since this happened, so. <laughs> mm. It eases with time, sometimes, if I can be candid. Yes, yes, the stretch has been helping at all, or is it still? Well, a bit, but then, you know, I've got so much to do, and um, there's rigging to check and uh, repairs to be made. Luckily, there wasn't too much of a damage in the storm, but you know how it is. We're definitely going to have to um, uh, look into our requisitions and uh, get some more carpentry tools for um, once we get to Acheron. Yes, yes, it uh, never stops, does it? But yes, yeah, been doing the stretches. Good That's suggestion. There's uh, only so much magical healing can do. So, uh, and he kind of like gestures with his free hand to like where there's like the long scars along like the sides of his neck and like up across like the bridge of his nose, and then the, and then his own hand. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, mm, oh, tell me about it. It's. Uh... Yes, these kinds of injuries, they never get easier to do with over time. Yes. Actually, um, I can assure you, I promise you, I will keep working and I maybe, maybe I'll find something that will ease it. I mean, a, a cure would be nice. 
Yes. I'm smart enough for that. I'm sure you'll get there. You're plenty enough smart. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. So, the injuries, was that that related to your old shark thing? The attack, yes. It's the one that turned you? Yes, when I was on a... On an Avoran ship, um, yes, uh, guarding a king or a princess or something like that, yes. No, it was, um, yes, I had to take it shortly, but that's when I met my lovely Anna, so, you know, now my days are full of smiles. I'm sure yours will be too out once you uh, get her. <laughs> Someone's dear to you, no. wife, husband. <laughs> no, 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 I Partner. have given up on men. They... It's not worth it. You live this They're long. All bastards, it's, really. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, no worries about that one. Glad to see that you're so. You found so much joy with your wife. Oh yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> you know, just everything makes makes me think of her. I mean, you know that that dinner last night. It's a pity that we couldn't get it all. Uh, Cara did a fantastic job, and. Between you and me, I mean, I know you work very close with her, but please don't tell her. My signing is terrible, so I, w- I wouldn't even try because I'd probably say it on purpose. But you know, it's almost as good as my Anna's cooking. I mean, technically, it's probably much better because she hates cooking. Um, and in fact, she set the fire to the kitchen the last time I was visiting. But you know, there's nothing like a family meal at home, and even if you have to scrape a bit of the charcoal off, but it's fine. <laughs> Meets meat. Certainly, yes, yes, I can imagine. Uh, yes. Sure, Car would appreciate that. Uh, don't tell her, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> sure, sure. Yes, no problems. As long as you um, please, please stop being so reckless in combat. And, and like, not. John starts to like kind of do like the little hand stretches while he's like fidgeting a little bit. He's like, "It'll be fine. It'll be good. No worries at all. I promise you that, Doc. I'll do that just for you." Good, good. See that you do. Good. Mm. Wow. Yes. Is that all you need from me? I think so. Let me know if anything changes. Oh, um, I guess if you're well enough and if you've got the time, uh, we could do with some more fish for dinner. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll get right to that, actually. I can probably fit that in between the second inspection. Yes. It'll be good. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you have any issues, any qualms with the fishy me or the, the bee me doing it? I can even fly or swim, you know, so it's uh, still sort of trying to figure out what, uh, what you like best because, you know, Kara's got her preferences, but, uh, you know, lots of, lots of chefs to, um, to deal, de- uh, deal with. Or, you know. I would prefer not the shark form. The, uh, the, the wounds in the fish are a bit, like, sometimes there's not much fish left. And he kind of, like, stands up and does another, like, stretch. He's like, I'll see what I can do for you. I'll uh, try not to bite too hard. And he <laughs> winks at Alton Thank again. You. And kind of like uh, nods, all good to go? All good. And he kind of like swaggers out again. That's it, that's um, it. <laughs> is there anyone out on the deck at the moment? Tibble would be. Um, he's going about his captain duties. Um, he is checking over um, to make sure that the deck is not too badly damaged um, from last night and just make sure the crew up there are both 
doing a good job and also in good spirits. So he'll be chatting um, and, you know, just checking in with everyone as he's up there. All right. Um, so you notice, although your passive perception isn't all that. Uh, Does okay. he notice? <laughs> Does he notice? You know, you notice, but pretty late into the opportunity to notice um, a humanoid uh, figure with large red bat-like wings. Uh, adorned in a dark iron suit of plate, uh, of full plate, um, drifts down onto the deck of the ship. Ah, hello there, friend. I don't believe we've made acquaintance before. We have not. Well, uh, Captain Tibble Clover, uh, Captain of the Polaris, the beautiful ship you see here. And he kind of reaches his little paw up. How tall is this person? Uh, this person is 6'4". Yeah, okay. He reaches it up, um, probably up to this person's shin <laughs> for a handshake. Um, they do not uh, reciprocate. I'm silent. Perhaps you have heard of me. Some call me Silent on the Mark. Would Tibble have heard of Silent on the Mark? Draw me a history check. Why did I tie up my dice bag in the middle of a recording? <laughs> no one will ever know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's neurodivergence. Um, history check, did you say? Yes. Cool. Um, that would be <laughs> an eight. An eight. You have not heard of him. Now, uh, lad, I'm sure, well... Need a gender-neutral pirate term. I'll think on that. Oh, Tibble will have one next uh, next week. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, friend, as much as I'm sure you've got a mighty reputation amongst some circles, I can't say I have heard of you. Um, have you heard of me, perhaps? No, but I have heard well, of you. Well, there you go. Different circles, you know? Oh, you've heard, heard of the Polaris. Yes, um... Perhaps there is another name you do know that we are both doing. Storm oh, perhaps. What? Stormbreaker. Would Tibble be? Yes, yes, he would. Yeah. Sorry, that was my brain playing catch up. Mm. Ah, yes. Me good lad, Janice. Of course, you're a friend of him, Arya. You could say that. Well, I did say that. <laughs> he is bored. Well, I... I... Yes. 
would you be so kind as to bring him to me? If you don't mind me asking, uh, sorry, what was your name again? Silenon. Silenon. Apologies. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, Silenon, what business do you have with him? The unfinished thought. And he flicks his wrist, and an orb flings uh, out from it and creates this. Uh, gate, this arcane gate and you see four figures uh, step out of it um, a two humans, one uh, significant, one uh, older man with a beard in robes, carrying a staff the other um, younger um, the, with um, resplendent red cloak um, with a very refined nature to him um, the other two figures are much more hulking. One, a brutish, red, almost humanoid toad-like creature um, with vicious teeth and a nasty maw. Um, and the other, a uh, an ogre draped in chains. Ah, now, I will just... um. Any business is unfinished business, unless that business is over and done with, in which case, what's the point of having the business? You know? You catch me drift? However, I do see your point. Uh, I am not you... accustomed to asking twice. You please bring me the Stormbreaker, and can I get you to roll me a wisdom saving throw? You may. You may get me to do that. Maybe. As on uses his fiendish charm upon you. <laughs> That's a 17. 17 is the DC exactly. I'm laughing because Tibble has a negative one wisdom save. <laughs> so that's miraculous for him. Does that make it? Yeah. Now, I, I really don't appreciate you coming onto me ship and, well, I'm sure you're dear friends with Janice, but I really don't appreciate the way you're speaking to me on my own ship. If I can ask you to perhaps, uh, hold on, let me bring up the map. <laughs> If you'd like, I can bring you into, well, I can bring you into our war room and you can have your uh, meeting with him then. May I know the names of your friends? They are aboard me ship, after all. I shall introduce you. These are uh, Zam. He uh, gestures to the, uh, to the human, uh, the older human, and Aloysius. Uh, the the other human, Zardost, the the hogging red, food like creature, and Roth, Ogre. Wonderful, pleasure to make your acquaintance, all of you. Uh, I'll take you to our um, war room and uh, bring Janice to you. That way, Thank you're not you. waiting up on the deck, like well. 
a bunch of decks. <laughs> just a little jest between me and you. Anyway, this way. And she will um, kind of brings them towards the uh, war room. It's like, I'll get you all to have a seat. I'll be with you shortly. And um, just one last time, just because I want to make sure that I'm getting the name across to him. Your name again, mate. Silenon the Mark. Silenon the Mart. He brings out like a little um, notebook that he has just for noting down like different crew movements and different ship things. Um, and he like scribbles that down along with the names. He's like, and what can I say the business is regarding? No. Aye, but it is business upon my ship. And I'm the captain, so I would much like to know. This is a family matter that I wish to keep private. Wonderful. A private family matter is all I need to know. I appreciate your cooperation. Now, um, can my wife bring you some tea or coffee or nibbles or anything while you wait? perfectly fine. Wonderful. No water or anything. I know it's a bit salty on these seas. Though I don't quite understand how you travelled here, Parse magic and the fact you got those big old wings of yours. Beside the point, would you like some water? No. Alright. I'll be but five minutes. Just, uh, appreciate your patience. And <laughs> will like, closes the door <laughs> and scutters out. Um, is any of the other senior officers like, around the deck? On deck? Um, how early of the morn is it? I have no idea. <laughs> Probably still quite reasonably early. Ah, no fishman. <laughs> he loves to sleep. Neris would have been locked in his study for since the very early hours of the morning as well. Yeah. Um, would... Uh, Tibble have likely known of Janice's movements for the day. I'm not actually sure because he's generally in charge of the. the I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's is, something it, I should have researched. It is also reasonable that like Janice and/or Alton could have made their way to the deck at this point. Yeah, I imagine he's probably, probably making his way there. If Alton is or not, I don't know, but. That's his job, so he's probably already about to stride up towards that direction. Yeah, okay. So it wouldn't take long. Below deck. Um, along the way, um, because Tibble most likely just goes to start searching in the places where he would most likely think that Janice would be. Um, and along the way, if he bumps into Kara, he does sign to her, um... We have guests, love. Can you get the tea and bickies ready? <laughs> and she looks at him very concerned and is like, what do you mean guess? Um, and he'd explain a little bit. And she just looks at him with this look and he's like, what? And she's like, I'm going to get those tea and bickies 
you should get your sword. <laughs> Tibble just frowns a little bit at it. Um, and then keeps going to find uh, Janice. <laughs> and not long before you run into him. He's not quiet. He's not. He's, yeah. he's very loud. He's swaggering. He's bounding along to make his way upstairs, up to the um, to the deck. Ah, Janice. Um, sorry to interrupt you. I'm sure you've oh, yes. you're on your way to something quite important. Absolutely, I've got about twenty. Mighty hard on this morning. Ship. Yes. Yes. Is there anything I can do to offload on you? Oh, uh, well, not really, no. I mean, I've got the crew for that, so you just keep being you, Captain. Your charming, winning smile is all we need. Aye, but if you're... If you have too many duties, Janice, that you need time to relax, too. And I know you got sure leave for that, but you've also got an exorbitant amount of kids that I cannot at all fathom, so... Oh, yes, like, well, you know, might be number six on the way soon, anyway, said Tibble. If you need me to pick like up duties... I can, I can do a bit more. Oh, no, it's okay. Again, I've got shore leave soon, so it'll be fine. I get to see my wonderful Anna and all my lovely children. <laughs> it'll be what's, good. What's on your list? What's on my what's list? What's next on your list? Uh, well, um, are we, um, uh, we've got to go and check to see the quality of the ship this morning. I see that the, I mean, I'm sure Fishman and uh, the rest of the uh, lookout crew have been doing a good job, but, um, you know, we've got to make sure that everything's in ship shape, <laughs> as, the, as they say. Um, so, yes, you know, um, probably that will be the first thing. And then I will, um, uh, I've got to, got to uh, check with all the uh, deck crew this morning as well, make sure they've got their tasks assigned. Um, of course, they got some this morning, but, you know, got to make sure that's all sorted. And, um, well, that's that's the first two. Well, scratch those two off. I'll get to doing those. I'm giving you an hour's break. Well, sort of. The, the only task I have for you is maybe some entertaining. Oh, okay. You've had a visitor. Well, five visitors. Um, five here on a bit of family business. Uh, 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 Anna got here? But she doesn't, she doesn't like traveling. She doesn't no, like, no, I don't no, think would not be magic, uh, and she doesn't like magic. What no, are you talking uh, about? Uh, a big fellow with the with the wings, um, and he brings up his notebook and he flips. I forgot his name like three times as I was talking to him. I don't think he appreciated it. Uh, Silo known, Silo known, the marked. And he's got some friends, Z- Zadam, Zam, Al- Aloysius, uh, Zardust, and Rort. He doesn't know the him. first name, I imagine. Does he know the others? Um, he goes very, like, goes very tall and still. Probably not. Okay. Friendly business is it? Business is it? Aye, that's what he said. He wouldn't tell me much. He was a bit of a pushy lad, if I'm honest. Invited his friends onto the ship, well, without really asking me first, and was trying to boss me around too, on my own ship. But I guess like. You can't help family, you know. <laughs> and like he's, he goes, he goes like he's very tall. He's a very big, beefy man, and he kind of just like just straightens up even more, and just kind of like just starts to sparkle a little bit. It's like, oh, I see. Um, he did say he was here on unfinished business, and well, I did point out to him that any business 
is unfinished business until it's finished, in which case, what's the point of the business? So Janice kind of cracks his shoulders like, I see. All right. Could you go get the others? The the others? Yes, um, maybe make sure some of them, but maybe even errors would be good. I'm, I'll, yes. On the deck, you say? I, I've uh, had them waiting in the war room. Uh, thought it would be more comfortable for them there and maybe a in little less room. intimidating for the uh, crew. Of course. Well, I shall have to go greet them if you don't excuse me. And he kind Janice. of like goes to push past him. Yes. Is everything all right, lad? We shall see. Do, do you need... I'll send for Neris. Anyone yes. would be good. But perhaps it would be good to have everyone take caution. We shall see if Shognash blesses their cease, their cease this endless tendril visage upon me. Should I be worried, Janice? Should I get the lesser crew downstairs? Is this a... Is this a, like... Me Aunt May's Christmas dinner of... I don't know what year it is in fantasy, whatever we are. <laughs> Perhaps oh, it should be. Like, 20 this. years ago. Okay. Perhaps it will be. And Janice, like, shoves part, like, like, steps over Tibble. <laughs> ah. And just kind of, like, so he kind of, like, just starts, pound, like, pounding down along the board. Um, and unless anything happens, he will go and grab where his glaive is and then kind of, like, round back and then head to the war room. Tibble just says to himself, ah, Kara was right. Better get me sword. <laughs> I will also notice never step over Tibble, but like this is very out of character for him. He's completely yeah. checked out now. He um, scutters to get his sword and everyone else. Okay. So, uh, do you wait for everyone else before going? He kind of like runs up to that doorway and then kind of like looks around and. Um, Sort of like it just looks like if someone was watching him, he's sort of just bolstering himself, um, just breathing deeply. Um, he's holding the um, glaive, and again, he's kind of crackling with electricity. And um, he sort of says something under his breath in this strange language, which I don't believe anyone would know. It's deep speech. Um, and then he sort of like looks around till he can hear movement of like, you no. Know, any crew members or anything moving along is like I trust this, they've got this I trust them and then he's going to open the door to the war room using drawing himself up to his full height crackling with with electricity and energy hombre I heard you were expecting a, a meeting. Yes. Family business. My captain says. For my family, yes. <sighs> well, you shouldn't have boarded. This was these these are not safe waters for you. There are no safe waters for you, Stormbreak. 
that's the point. Rua is swinging up a precipice of danger. And if you don't leave now, you will meet your end here. Your blood will be the one that will be spilled in the water tonight. Leave. And he starts to crackle with more lightning energy. Are your friends coming? They are. And they will see you fall. They will see is not wise mess Silenon the children of the abyss. Um as he is saying that, the door swings open. Um and anyone who can't see over the table um, would not see her because she is three feet tall. But Kara, without saying anything, just starts putting like tea and like they would see like a platter go up and there's like a teapot and um, six saucers and then like a platter go up and there's biscuits and she pushes it forward and then she just looks up at Janice and she signs something that Janice does not understand. <laughs> um, and Janice kind of just like watches her do that and just like cannot comprehend that because he doesn't know sign language that well. He's been trying very hard. Um, but he sort of just like looks at her. He's like, "Run, get out of here now!" And then he's going to turn and um, uh, he's going to um very quickly again in deep speech say some kind of language i don't imagine Kara knows what it is either um and his glaive turns into crackling electricity this like literal bolt of lightning and he's like get out now as you do that um we're not gonna roll full initiative but i'm gonna do a contested initiative check between you and rort okay cool yeah the ogre draped in chains Sure. I will just say at Janice's instruction, um, Kara does um, leave. She can lip read, but she converses yeah, in That's time. fair. He looks angry as shit. Um, that is a 12. A 12. Um, can I get you to re-roll that as uh, Zamanir uh, raises a hand to uh, warp time around you and Rort? Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's an 11. That's an... That's... That's just going to be a tie. So I think you do win that initiative, uh, Bill. Okay, cool. That's great. You have the higher dex bonus. That's rot. I can't imagine Janice has seen magic like this before. No. He just looks bewildered for a moment, but he just like, all right, I stabby stab at my new friend, my old friend. Um, at my big di- Yes, Silenon, absolutely. Um, so, oh, oh, obviously, bonus action, go into a rage. So even uh, like above ship, there's like lightning kind of crackling around. Suddenly there's a storm brewing um, and lightning kind of like lances out all around him and from like beyond the, um, the, 
the the war room, I guess. Um, so bonus action rage. Um, cool. So that is a a twenty six to hit. Okay, uh, twenty six certainly hits. Cool. That's with my wave rider glaive. So again, it's like it's out of electricity. Um, so it's a D ten plus five. Okay, cool. So seven plus five, and then four D six lightning damage. So just a moment, sorry. Um, cool. So two fives, a four, and a two. Uh, cool. So and then an additional uh, sixteen points of lightning damage. Uh, he doesn't seem to be as phased by this lightning as you would expect. Um, cool, cool, cool. He is affected by it, but not as much as you would expect. Um, and then I believe that because that's bonus action and action for you. Yeah. So, uh, Rort is going to... Cool, I made a lot of noise, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Rort is going to try to chain smash at you. Um, as the chains fling out to, uh, smash into you. Um, he's a barbarian as well. He's reckless attacking. Um, so that is a 16. That hits... Yeah. Um, so you take uh, uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Oh, okay. Constitution saving throw. All right, that's fine. I'm not too bad at that. Um, uh, so, a uh, 15. 15. That is not enough, unfortunately. And you are... Uh, mm- We'll say, for the benefit of this, you are mechanically unconscious. Uh, you are... Okay. Flavor-wise, yep. you are kind of just woozy. Okay. Um, no props. Excellent. Sounds good. Uh, woozy. As, yeah, as this is probably the point where uh, your fellow senior officers show up to see this sight of the, uh, the chain kind of almost being the only thing holding you aloft at this point. Um, as you don't have the strength uh, at the, in this moment to keep yourself aloft. You'll do right well to unhand Janice immediately and get off my ship. You have outstayed your hospitality. I can do one of those things. With uh, great haste. Um, no, you will Bailon be doing both. his fingers and he, his allies and Janus disappear. No one else in our party got that rewindy magic? No? <laughs> Damn. And that's where we're going to leave it. Lad, cover your ears. And uh, Tibble yells out a litany of pirate swears, <laughs> of sailor swears. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week.
Thank you for listening, folks. See you later. See you Bye. later. <laughs> Goodbye. Keep on sailing. Bye. Will we be seeing you later, Laura? <laughs> we'll see. We didn't see you fall. <laughs> that probably went the worst possible way. That's fine. See you next week, everyone. <laughs> Maybe. I can't believe Laura's going to have to bring in a backup character already. What the fuck?